supporting middle leaders in schools, guiding the senior leadership of tomorrow, and developing your successful career in education. This is Edgecast from NAHT Edge. A very warm welcome, and we start with thanks to SSAT for their generous tweet that the new podcast is, quote, a great idea. That got tweeted to their 21,000 followers, and Schools Improve were also kind enough to signpost the podcast to their audience on Twitter of 49,000. Very kind, and thanks to both organisations for that Twitter activity. You're with episode two, which sounds something like this. Applying to both primary and secondary phases, and with a few adaptations, the system offers a direct alternative to the notion of differentiation in the classroom. Both things really have got to be fully explored in order for this to be made a success. We haven't heard any convincing proposals yet in terms of recruitment, retention or development of existing staff. Life after levels. You'll hear about the helpful and proactive events we've been running with Frog up and down the country. The results of my conversation on that very subject with the NAHT's policy advisor, Sean Humphreys, shortly. The June events, what do they mean for you and how do you get to go? Plus the alliterative Maths Mastery in our regular news bulletin. And Louis Coiffe returns to discuss the thorny question of recruitment in schools and the tech that excites. You're with Edgecast. Still to come in Edgecast, travelling the country with life after levels. The NAHT events in June that you'll want to be at and the ways in which you can interact with this podcast. Three salient news stories will be highlighted with Martin next, but not before NAHT Edge CEO Louis and with a new Conservative government in power. What does he feel is the right way to tackle the issue of recruitment? It's a difficult one and we haven't heard any convincing proposals yet in terms of recruitment, retention or development of existing staff. Nikki Morgan wrote a very positive letter to schools recently where she talked about uh, the College of Teaching and how this is going to help kind of create the best profession ever. And she may well be right, but that's going to take years. That doesn't help schools who are facing stretched budgets, uh, increased numbers of students and real challenges around recruitment. That doesn't help them next term because that's when they're struggling with it. Those those challenges are hitting now. So I'd love the government to uh, invest properly in building the capacity of the profession. Uh, That's about making teaching a more appealing career and it's about helping create time and money to help teachers to be the best they can be. That includes middle leaders more than anyone else. How does the nuts and bolts of how NAHT Edge works with government or seeks to influence, what are the processes for that? This is, again, one of those areas where we can build on the strengths of NAHT. I think we have a very kind of pragmatic approach to government policy where we're not reactionary. I think we uh, take a considered view because our members have a range of responses available to them. So if they don't like a particular policy, the way, the way that schools are given more autonomy now means that they can actually shape that to a different degree. They don't just have to um, either do exactly what government says or throw everything out of the pram. There's a range of other options available to them. There's a bit of horse trading. You know, if government wants school leaders to do something, if they want schools to do something, they need school leaders to come on side. So there's a lot of leverage that can be born there. So there's quite a bit of trading that happens in terms of uh, initiatives that government's really trying to prioritise. And then those issues where they'll listen to us in terms of what is sensible, what is impractical, what's not going to be best for students or for teachers. 
NAHT's annual conference looked at myriad tough questions, including where will the next generation of school leaders come from? What answers do you feel the organisation possesses currently? The fact that NHD Edge exists explains the urgency and importance of this as an issue. The other forms of support to encourage teachers to become middle leaders and to encourage middle leaders to become senior leaders, those are really wasting away. Often schools are spending money advertising and re-advertising these posts, sometimes without finding anybody suitable. Is it? Do you think that the channels for recruitment have, have shifted so much and schools simply haven't caught up? I think you've got a range of different things happening at once. Um, just as we've got this kind of perfect storm, so just as you've got the kind of surge in the number of students, we've got a decline in the number of graduates. At the same time, the economy's picking up. So those graduates coming out of university now, if they look at the starting salary in a teaching career, they look at the perception of that career, how it's portrayed in the media, why, if you're a physics or a maths graduate, and they're the ones we're really chasing, why is it that you would choose to be a teacher? And I think the government really needs to look at that. It needs to come up with some good answers there. In terms of kind of retention, I think a lot of that, again, is to do with middle leader development. So if we can get that group of middle leaders to be the best they can be, that's going to have a knock-on benefit on all of their colleagues, their peers, those junior to them and those senior to them, because they're going to be good managers, they're going to be good teachers, they're going to be role models. Um, so we really need to make sure that they're as good as they can be. What are the parts that really excite you then in education, Louis? I think I'm inherently interested in new things, which is something I need to kind of control. Um, so I think seeing examples of how education technology has been used effectively, how data can help teachers in their jobs relieve some of the kind of the burdens and bits of their jobs and help them to make better decisions help them to use their professional judgment and then that what that does is it frees up educators to use their judgment and make those really difficult decisions about what is you know the best thing to do for that particular student positive potential for technology and education as a kind of liberating force louis coiffe there after you've heard all the latest developments in education, it's a quick catch-up with one of our policy advisors to examine leadership and cultural change with life after levels and achieving your goals when it comes to professional development. Where do we come in? Let's get the news now. News and information from NAHT Edge. In this bulletin, where will the next generation of school leaders come from? Maths mastery in the primary and secondary phases and how you can shape the future. First, and news of that unique opportunity. The College of Teaching is recruiting 13 founding trustees. An independent and chartered professional body, the college is looking to those who can provide leadership and governance roles. The voluntary position will help to shape the organisation and ultimately be a key influence on the teaching profession and the lives of learners. Responsibilities include building membership, deciding strategy and being accountable to college members. More information is over at collegeofteachingtrustees.com. Maths news now and a UK-based academy chain has adopted the mastery pedagogy more commonly seen in Singapore. Applying to both primary and secondary phases and with a few adaptations, the system offers a direct alternative to the notion of differentiation in the classroom. Under the scheme, all pupils will study a topic until familiar with the knowledge, skills and understanding. Those quicker to reach this point will go on to explore the subject in greater depth. 
Although in its infancy, you can read more about the project at mathematicsmastery.org. Finally, the question of how future school leaders will emerge was debated at the NAHT conference over the first bank holiday in May. Responses came from education spokespeople of the three main political parties in an effort to address the recruitment issue in teaching, particularly those with a TLR. With all the news on Edgecast, I'm Martin Jones. Expert advice and the sharing of ideas. Edgecast. Great to see Maths Mastery particularly so keenly debated on Twitter and Facebook and details on social media platforms before the end of this podcast. It gives you a new perspective if you haven't decided which way you're going to go or even if you've decided what you're going to do with assessment. It's really a great idea to hear what's out there, what the national picture is, what the local picture is and who is around that can help you. That's a clip from one of the recent Life After Levels events we've been behind with Frog Education. Sean Humphreys, the NAHT's policy advisor, joins me now on the phone to set the scene. A couple of years ago, the, uh, the government announced that uh, national curriculum obviously was going to be changing, and, and with it, but uh, levels which have been in, in place since national curriculum came into being were no longer to be the mechanism for measuring people's progress nor their, their outcomes. So over the last two years, NHT has been working to develop uh, an alternative approach to schools, not a sort of a direct plug-in-and-play replacement, but a framework and a structure that schools and groups of schools could use to develop uh, their own approaches to, to assessment. Where have these events been then, Sean, and what are the kind of key discussion points that have arisen from them? Well, the events have taken place in six places um, all over the country. Uh, there are two more planned. One's in Salford um, in early June, and uh, then at the end of June, uh, the final one's Bristol. Though there is planning for another one in early July because of the demand uh, in Liverpool. The main aim was to let people know what we're doing, uh, what the services available, the way in which we're working with Frog in this particular project. But it was also very useful as a learning tool for NHT and NHT Edge. And there's some quite unexpected things. We, we found, for example, that uh, we've had um, a much higher response from secondary schools than anticipated. And this is good because the actual materials we produce concentrate on English and maths in Key Stage 2. But what those illustrate is a broader approach to planning an assessment system in the school. And that system can be applied to any subject in any phase. And the other thing I think we found was that there's a wide spectrum of awareness about the broad changes that are taking place, uh, particularly around the, the new testing regime, for example, the end of Key Stage 2, the scale scoring approach. I think one of the most fascinating things that's emerged from this and, and from, from other events as well has been the challenge for leaders, both middle leaders and senior leaders in school, that there's, there's the management of change and the leadership of change. Both things really have got to be fully explored in order for this to be made a success. Replacing one system to another is a management issue. You know, it's, it's, a, it's akin to taking out the boiler in your house, putting in a new one and following the manual. But um, because people have been working in a particular system for all their working lives, it's about cultural change as well. You know, taking for granted assumptions, values and practices um, that people don't, aren't even aware of. They just think this is the way we do things. So that idea of cultural change is more of a leadership 
issue. This has been oft quoted in the last few days to me, Sean, that uh, people aren't as clued up as we think. What drove you to arrive at that conclusion? Uh, I think it's from the it's from conversations because we, we've taken every opportunity to to, to, to talk to people who have uh, turned up for the events, but also from the questions that um, that have been asked in the in, in the plenary session. The plenary session has involved um, an expert panel. Of course, unless those those the basic structure of, of in which the change is taking place, and unless there's an understanding of that, then uh, any attempts to manage and, and lead change uh, will be starting from a, a fairly shaky base. The actual content of the events will 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 change from the evaluation and discussion afterwards, and so the presenters would know that uh, they have to emphasise certain things and not take other things for granted. So there's that immediate sort of feedback loop, if you like. Uh, and the other thing is to think about um, the communications that NHT and NHT Edge have, you know, the use of, um, of, of newsletters, the use of um, website content and so on. And <laughs> podcasts as well, because uh, the NHT uh, Edge is, is very much at the cutting edge of exploiting all forms of communication, mm-hmm. including ones which are growth industries if I can put it like that. So this is a very important medium as well. Brilliant, Sean. Thanks ever so much for your time and great to talk to you. Thank you very much. Whatever your needs might be, whether it's preparing for a new challenge in the next academic year or doing some learning for yourself while your students do their exams, NAHT Edges and NAHT's professional development courses this summer will help you achieve your goals. Topics include school improvement, assessment and pupil premium. And you can attend these courses at a special discounted rate. They tend to sell out quickly, so book your place today by visiting nahtedge.org.uk forward slash June. With videos and all the essential information, explore our website at nahtedge.org.uk. Just a reminder that our blog series on the College of Teaching you heard in the news can be seen at nahtedge.org.uk forward slash news and views forward slash blog listing. That's one word, blog listing. And we're very much looking forward to the newest blog article by Gareth Alcott on that very subject. Gareth of King Alfred's Academy in Oxford. It's Really easy to submit a blog to us in written, video or audio form. Just email blog at nahtedge.org.uk. We're also on LinkedIn and Facebook, and our Twitter handle is at nahtedge. That's at nahtedge. Always good to use the edgen hashtag. Next time on Edgecast. Special Education and Senkos, what do you want to hear? Should we talk to practitioners? And what about the NAHT and the Code of Practice? Please do email us, info at nahtedge.org.uk. Until next time.